This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that was attacked by pitch invaders. Today we have Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? He's scared of the invaders with just a tiny glare. He's that scary. <laughs> and there's a Nicholas John. Hello, hello. He's Zinedine Zidane, the pitch invader with his bald head. Speaking of, we have a special guest today. Say hi to Abang Bota from Astro Arena. Hi. Hello, hello everyone. Hi, Abang Bota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, the EPL season is done and dusted, just like Thanos after using the Infinity Gauntlet. What can I say? I'm a geek, lah. <laughs> in that case, you know, in Thanos's case, he wiped out half the population. But for Manchester City, uh, they wiped out Liverpool's quadruple ambitions. City were crowned the champions on the final day. Uh, they defeated Aston Villa three-two. Now Villa, who were two 0 up at one point, much to my delight as a Liverpool fan, uh, but then City bounced back to take a one-point victory over Liverpool in the standings. It is so typical of a team led by Steven Gerrard to disappoint Liverpool fans, lah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Liverpool also came back from a goal down. They emerged 3-1 winners over Wolves. Uh, let's start with Abang Bota. Uh, Abang, what do you think of these two matches? Personally, the first thing foremost that I have to say, yeah, um, maybe PT Stevie lah. Maybe PT <laughs> because um, not not as much as a player, but as a manager as well, he already bottled up. Liverpool this time, I don't know. Um, maybe he didn't mean to do that, but that's 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 the truth. Um, yeah, you, you guys just imagine after uh, you got his up with two nil, and then suddenly within five minutes, seventy six, seventy eight, eighty one, and then suddenly everything changed. And even if you look at Anfield scenario, um, when Mo Salah scored the second goal, um, he celebrated with the fans, but suddenly. If you guys notice on social media, there are, there are some fans. I mean, the bald guy, I think. Uh, he mentioned a 3-2 score. Oh, okay. That's it. And then Mo Salah face tells everything about it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but I have to say that Liverpool deserves to win the Premier League. But yeah, um, it, it's like a marathon. It, it consists of 38 games, not just 20 or even 10 games in a season. Mm-hmm. So this is the pay. This is the price that you have to pay after maybe the first ten or maybe the first fifteen games of the season they are not doing so well. And compared to City, um, they drop some points, but at least a point draw. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the price that Liverpool have to pay. You have to be consistent every single game in all thirty-eight games. Mm-hmm. That's for me, lah. I think. Yeah. And and picking up a little bit on what uh, Abang Bota was saying just now, uh, City were at one point. What what is it? Fourteen points uh, ahead of Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at one point, and then they clawed their way back uh, until it was just a one point deficit. It makes you wonder if they had started their recovery maybe two or three games earlier, 
it, it could have been a very different ending. Or, or if the season was just like, you know, two or three games longer. It, I, I think Liverpool could have caught up and, and, and you know, we'll, we'll have a different champion. That's what I said. That's what I mean. I mean, um, in the early season, um, I think the, the, the draw to Chelsea is still acceptable. But you draw, you draw with, the, with the newcomer in Premier League, Brentford. Three out. So what I mean is, yeah, it's Premier League. Uh, everything can happen. But then, a, a club as big as Liverpool, you cannot drop your points in any single game. Um, just, 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 just Nick mm-hmm. mentioned just now. I mean, at 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 one point, um, City have advantage around fourteen fourteen points. Mm-hmm. But then still, um, I know the the they are still. Uh, losing to Crystal Palace, and I I think if I'm not mistaken, Crystal Palace the only team that City cannot beat in the entire season. They they lost one time, and then the, another leg is uh, they drew. I think and zero zero. Yeah. So talking about Liverpool, what I mentioned just now is this just what I mean. Um, Liverpool doing not so well in the early season, um, but then. In the mid of season, yeah, City dropped some points, and that's the scenario. In 38 games, you have to make it quick, make it excellent in every single games, not drop any single points to to make it you as a champion lah. At, at the end of the at the end of the day, yeah. Mm. Karam had nothing to say, eh? I I. I was quiet because I was in awe of Abang Botas English God. He's so great. His English is so great. I'm so surprised. It's a pleasure yeah. to meet you, Abang Botak. <laughs> <laughs> so much for Karami's greatness. Eh? <laughs> as long as you guys not sounds like Hurricane, then I'm okay. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> they can understand you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, now, as we mentioned earlier, there was the issue of pitch invasions. Uh, Aston Villa's goalkeeper was attacked by a pitch invader. It's the latest in a series of uh, pitch invasions in the past few weeks. Uh, um, this reminded me of the 1980s with all the hooligans and the fan violence. Uh, do you guys think we are seeing a return of those bad times? Uh, because for me, I think it's a socio-economic thing. Because during the pandemic, right, the UK had one of its worst recessions in history. There was high unemployment, people were losing their jobs. And uh, there's always the sense that the rich is getting richer at the expense of the poor. Now, And like these uh, in the 80s, like these uh, hooligans, Guns needed an outlet, and uh, traditionally football has always been one. Um, I thought that this kind of thing was bound to happen, lah. Well, I hope it doesn't go back to those days, like in the 1980s, as you said, Faisal. But um, to me personally, I just think that it's been a while where people stayed at home uh, due to COVID, due to the pandemic, uh, and to make things worse, just a little bit, I guess. These days, I think peop- all all individuals felt entitled to do what they think they can do. Uh, for instance, remember the Patrick Vieira incident with the with mm. the Everton fan, because of course the Everton fan did not touch Vieira or anything, but he was he was mocking him, provoking him like in close range. It was it were he was intruding Vieira's personal space. So I thought I personally thought that he Vieira the fan deserved the, the ass whooping by Vieira <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
for for this in for this incident against Villa, I did not see what happened, but it was bound to happen because you can see that before the match end uh, between City and Villa, the 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 securities were all there. They were ready to make a barricade. They were trying to get the players off the pitch, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I I really don't like it, but I just hope that the fans did not meant to do that. Did not meant to hurt the players or the managers or the staff because. It was it was a celebration. They did won the league dramatically. Uh, they were down two 0 and came back three two. Mm. I just hope that it was not ill intended by the fans. Mm-hmm. I think by and large, the vast majority of, of supporters were well behaved. And but you will always have you know these one or two bad apples, and unfortunately, they are the ones that get all the attention. They are the ones that come out in the news. But I, I think overall, the, the, the City fans have been very well behaved. Ten years ago, when, when, when City won the title, you know, when, when they beat QPR after that Aguero goal and all that, that was like a real full-on pitch invasion and uh, there was nothing happening there. So I, I, I think it's, it's, it's just a case of, you know, one or two bad apples making the news and, and I, I don't think the problem is as severe or as prevalent as it was uh, back in the 80s. Love. But trust Faisal, you know, to remind us of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's my childhood, man. The only one of us who can even remember the 80s. <laughs> but, but maybe personally, I think in the in the, another point of view, maybe Man City fans trying to, to have another statue since they are now having a Tony Cruz statue, right? You guys know about it? <laughs> <laughs> so, whose statue are they going to have now? <laughs> so, or, or else, maybe Man City fans itself having their statue. <laughs> now, now uh, just going back to the invasions thingy, I just hope that... Uh, what Roy Keane said doesn't happen. Like, he predicted if this goes on, somebody, a player or a manager is going to get stabbed. I just hope it goes uh, the same way as his predictions. Like, mostly not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Chelsea finished in third place. Uh, moving on, Tottenham sealed fourth with a 5-0 win over Norwich. And uh, Arsenal got fifth with a 5-1 win over Everton. Both teams were really gunning for that final Champions League spot, right? Talking about this, I think I think better Karami talk first, lah. Because if I talk <laughs> about this, um, Karami knows what's gonna happen, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bot- Bota has been has been having some banter yeah. with the Arsenal fans. Um, okay, Bota, if you do not know, if you don't know, I'm the Arsenal fan in this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I predicted that they'll be in the top four, but uh, typical Arsenal, they they let me down. Um, I think I think it, we predicted this, right? Nick Faisal uh, in the previous episode, we did we did foresee that mm-hmm. Tottenham will have no problem demolishing Norwich, and we I did say that Arsenal won't have any problems uh, defeating Everton because Everton have done everything they can. They have. They have uh, survived this season in the second last match, so I'm pretty sure they're they're on a high. They don't really care about what's going on in the last match. It's just unfortunate for Arsenal that they lose out on the Champions League qualification spot, the fourth place. Um, they did have a what I think a two three point advantage at one time over Spurs until they lost back to back to Spurs and Newcastle. That that. 
I thought that let them down. Um, but for Arsenal, it's not it's not all doomsday. I think. Uh, they are still a young squad. Well, Arsenal always have a young squad, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they never grow old. Um, but I ho- I really hope that with this with this core young core players uh, such as Saka and Ketia, Emil Smith Rowe, uh, I really Martinelli just to name a few. I really mm-hmm. hope that Arteta can Arteta can add uh, some experienced players just to guide these youngsters so that the things like what happened during the Tottenham and Newcastle match won't happen again in the future and with if they do have that leadership in the team I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll, they'll be great again one day but that's what we always hear at the, at the end and the start of every season right about Arsenal <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean when, when we are talking about Arsenal right um, I think it's, it's, it's better for them to, to have a, at least to, to, to sit at the fifth place at the first place uh, because my, my point is just a simple if you guys playing in the Champions League and you, you guys having that that kind of young squad um, I don't think uh, they can survive uh, Champions League is not like Premier League Champions League is all about um, you have to make it quick you have to have a, every single game um, good results so talking about Arsenal yeah they are having a good run, especially since the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. But then, if you look at back um, at the results, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing well. Um, but suddenly, you lost to Southampton. You lost to Brighton. So, I think I, I am always saying this during my show. Uh, in my point of view, I can say that actually, Arsenal and Man United, they are not having so much uh, difference. No, the reason why I'm saying this, people always talking about United because United always got the money. They are all spending their, mm. their money. But in fact, even we are talking about money, you, you guys realize it or not, this season, Arsenal technically spending more money than Man United. So if you guys saying that, oh, okay, okay it's, it's, it's fine. Um, um, still, still a long journey for Arsenal. Um, the, the 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 journey it just started for them, for the players, for the younger players. Mm-hmm. No, you guys already spent this season more than one hundred and fifty million euros in a single season, mm-hmm. and then unless you guys say it's okay, we can have another five season. Trust the process for Mikel Ateta. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Fans, <laughs> 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 I'm I'm happy with it. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talking about Arsenal, yeah, they are having a good run in the in the season. But then, okay lah. For the last part, talking about Arsenal, I can say some Arsenal fans really angry with me, and then they said, um, "We are not united. We are not the title challenge challenger squad. Uh, we just a relegation zone squad. So we are having a good season." <laughs> in fact, I can say that after twenty twenty one season. We are sitting as a uh, runners-up for the Premier League. Surely we are targeting for champions slot. Seriously, yeah. after you yeah. second place, you are targeting for the first place. But then, if you have finished the season at the eighth place, and suddenly you are targeting for fourth place or even third place, my God, you just look at Mira and say, "What are you guys doing, guys, man?" <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Arsenal lah. Trust the process. <laughs> Until 2030. I love Arsenal squad. I love the, those younger players in, in that squad. 
Gabriel mm-hmm. Martinelli, um, Martin Odegaard. But at some point, you have to realize this: if you got, if you are targeting for challenging any trophy, um, you cannot have a better squad with those young players. Just look at okay, we are now talking about Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur. What's the mm. difference? The difference is just a simple. What differentiate between these two teams is just the experience between between these two teams. Mm. You, you just look at Mikel Arteta. You just look at Antonio Conte. Mm. Spurs in the last 10 years, the best decision that ever made by them is just appointing Antonio Conte as a manager. Just look at him from the eighth place going to fourth place. Um, from Arteta, you are doing also doing the right thing from the eighth place now doing uh, now finish the season at the fifth place. But still, I'm talking about experience now. What experience do you have in your squad? You, you are you saying Alexander Lacazette? A player that saying, uh, when you, you when you season when your season still having five or six game and you publicly can say that oh I'm waiting for the new offer wow what a joke lah this guy <laughs> so, <laughs> so so all I can say Arsenal still have two or three um not I can not not saying a big name but a better experienced players mm-hmm. bear in mind. Those experienced players in Arsenal squad, one of one of them is just maybe I can say Granit Xhaka, and have to remember, um, apart from a game against Man United, I don't think Xhaka is the best player in every single game. He just saw a long a long scream um, goals in a match against United in every season, and oh okay, he's the guy, he's the captain material, he's the player that we needed. Mm, okay, trust the process again until 2030. <laughs> But then again, any you put any player against United, they are going to look like a Zidane yeah. or a Messi. <laughs> in fact, you just you just won against United three one. Come on, what for relegation zone? Relegate the first team to relegate, still make it four one with United. Hmm. <laughs> okay, speaking okay, of Man United, right? Okay, speaking of Man United, uh, they ended their uh, last season miserable by losing one 0 to Crystal Palace. Uh, Do we still need to talk about them, or shall we just wait until next season, ah, uh, where where we build up the their hopes and expectations, only for it all to come crashing down again? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I want I want to I want to hear what Botas what Botas has to say about United. Yeah, right. First of all, I can say that we are talking now about football club, right? Man United is not a football club; it's just a community. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Yeah, the public figure, so-called uh, um, social media influencer. Every, every single in a in a 100 social media post, you can see 95 about Cristiano Ronaldo. That's why I said this is a community club, not a football club. But, okay, talking about United, right? Yeah. This is the pick for all Man United fans that this is the proof that every single thing happened in the post um a pasta select. I think this is the pick that have to make everyone realize about it. How they run the club, how um and one thing if 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 there's a United fans ask me what up, what kind of hope that we can have after this after this last ten years? Surely no hope, but at least once, Eric Ten Hag came in United squad now is the first manager ever since Sir Alex that appointed not under Ed Woodward. Mm-hmm. That's the only hope that we can have as a United fans. 
But still, we, we also have to say that Richard Arnold is just another, not another Edward Wood 2.0 lah. There's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about Man United season uh, for 21-22, all I can say that um, there are a bunch of players, very good players in that squad. They are very world-class player in that squad. But this is the proof, the kind of example, a squad that disjointed Nicely, disjointed nicely, not jointed nicely. Um, you every time you bought the players, you bring you brought in new players. They they are just the criteria is maybe based on the names or what he can do individually, not as good as um as a team play. Just look at Man United last season. They are no big team really. Um, Cavani at his maybe after his peak, far maybe three or four years after his peak, but they are doing well. They are reaching final Europa League. Um, they are sitting at second place uh, in the Premier League mm. because of what? Uh, maybe the base of teamwork. Um, all I can say about it. Maybe uh, this season, uh, what I can say, what I can describe about Man United, disjointed. That's the right word, I think. All right. So we are Man Manchester disunited this season, lah. <laughs> uh, Man disjointed United. Ah, <laughs> not United lah. Man Manchester disjointed. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. I hate I hate to bring up the past again, lah. But I think I've said this before. Um, the current Man United squad reminds me of uh, the Liverpool Spice Boys. You know, all flash and no substance. Am I right? What? You you mean during the Jimmy Redknapp era? Oh yes, with the white. <laughs> with oh the white my hat. god! Yeah, cream colored suit at the FA Cup final. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you guys, do you guys, do you guys remember maybe seven or eight years ago? Um, Liverpool tried to rebuild their squad, and then suddenly they brought in Mario Balotelli. Yes, um, yes. And they, com- a- they and they are competing in Champions League and. Just look at how they bottle it. Every single game, I I I cannot remember the name the club that that they they really struggling when they play against. Um, that time they are same sharing same group with Real Madrid. But another one club I I I forgot the names. But still, you have Mario Balotelli, you have Cristiano Benteke. Mm, at some point, they are having Andy Carroll, and Andy <laughs> Carroll is the most expensive British player ever in that time, and. Hmm, Then the reason why I saying what 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 happens to United this season and even pain for United fans compared to that Liverpool period because right now they are spend more money um, mm. and again you brought in I, surely we cannot compare um, Balotelli or Benteke with Cristiano Ronaldo he's another yeah. level but then when this happens oh come on we know that Cristiano Ronaldo not having a good seasons but then still. He is the player of the season for United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what Bota is saying because uh, most of the fans, most of the rival fans are saying that United are still a big team. They have they have world class players: Ronaldo, Pogba, Cavani, uh, except for Harry Maguire. <laughs> they have David de Gea. But at the start of the season, I when you when United finished second last last year, uh, they all they were all saying that. United will be will be fighting for the title this season with the with the inclusion of uh, Jadon Sancho, Cristiano Ronaldo, all these big names coming to United. But I thought because I was watching United for the whole last season and I don't see any any performance that it's it's United did not play 
played solidly or positively for like for a stretch of games. You know, it's just like uh, a single game that they'll played well, and then for the next three games they'll struggle to win, and then the fourth game they, again they will play brilliantly and win the game. So I personally thought that at the at the beginning of the season United need at least five to six years just to be back uh, in title contention, but. Uh, my my view was not was not agreed by most of the fans, and it's, I'm proud to say, although I got I got it wrong that I I tried to say I I predicted Arsenal would be in the top four. I got that wrong. Uh, I'm glad I got I was right about United. <laughs> you you guys um Nick Faisal and Karami, you guys know what's the difference um between let's say Man City and Liverpool compared to Man United this season. Uh, when we are watching Man City and Liverpool playing, we are always waiting when is the miracle or the magic the magical part will happen. Mm. But when we are watching Man United playing, we are always waiting when is the mistake will be happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure for Karam or Nick is going to be when is when is the ref going to blow the final whistle? <laughs> <laughs> Because after 90 minutes, if it still didn't happen, we know it's going to be happen <laughs> for Man United. <laughs> and more often than not, the mistake happens when the ball goes to Harry Maguire. La. Yes. Oh, don't start, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It, it, it's, the, it's the show to wrap up the season. We have to mention Harry Maguire at least once. <laughs> okay. uh, but, 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 sorry, I had to add up on this. Mm-hmm. Talking about Maguire, right? Um... All I can say, um, apart from his individual mistake, but I'm not surprised if one day, maybe he's out from United, or maybe the new managers came to United, come to United and make him a better defender or even the great defender. I'm not surprised mm. about it. Remember last last season? I mean, 2021 seasons, the period when Virgil Van Dijk is having the ACL injury. Yeah. The, mm. the best centre back in Premier League is surprisingly Harry Maguire. Um, at the bottom end of the table, Burnley lost 2-1 to Newcastle and they were relegated alongside Norwich and uh, Watford. Leeds uh, survived for another season. Will it be for one more season or two? Who knows? Uh, let's wait until uh, next season's campaign to see where they end up. For Burnley, maybe is a um, slightly punishment for how they treated um, Sean Dice, actually. Mm-hmm. This is the person that um be with them since the since the the day one of um their surviving in Premier League era, but then if you are sacked um that kind of manager that be with you all the time and suddenly um and you sack a manager without any direction, that's the point of the play. And talking mm-hmm. about Leeds United, um actually for me personally, I think that. Leeds United and Everton, um, from the early season, we cannot imagine that they are struggling for relegation zone. Um, yeah, no matter um, compared to period of Marcelo Bielsa there, and even now Jesse Marsh, Jesse Marsh doing a great job at RB Leipzig, but not his 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 method that suits well with the club. So with Leeds United, yeah, I know he's not having a good a good run with Leeds, but still he survived. I personally, I'm happy with him because looking at the players that Leeds have, um, just to mention maybe Rafinha, uh, Kevin Phillips, 
uh, and even Rodrigo, even Rodrigo, yeah, uh, I'm one of his fans actually, Rodrigo, since his days at Valencia. So for Burnley, and suddenly he, he you 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 sold your you sold your one of the best record that you are having in your squad, which is Chris Wood to Newcastle your rival for battling relegation zone that time. Mm. So that sum up how bad is Burnley treated their club actually. So mm-hmm. for me, apart from Norwich and uh, and Watford, um, Burnley deserve to be relegated. But no worries, um, next season, um, no sorry, next two season they are coming back. It's a typical. <laughs> already booked the slot to be relegated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Typical yo-yo lah. In other words, padan muka Burnley. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps it up for uh, today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, my friends. But before we go, I just want to leave you with a message of positivity. Take care of yourself, both physically and mentally. And if you're struggling for any reason, please seek help. There are plenty of people out there who can give you advice, guidance, or even a warm hug. I'm one of the people who can give you the third option. Lah. I am Faisal American. I am Karami Kamil. I'm Nicholas John. I'm your lovely Abambota. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Abambota. Hopefully, we can talk again soon, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, bye-bye.